0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Funbox Monster podcast. We're going to be doing this one for New Year's Evil.
1: We're just a little late.
0: We're just, God, we're just a little bit late. Um, Evil is late. Yeah, we planned on doing this like last week, uh, but we couldn't do it last week, so we're doing it now. It's, uh, this movie is awesome.
1: I, I, this is another one of those ones that um, I've never seen before. Really. And after I watched it, I was like, why haven't I seen this before?
0: It's shocking. I mean, and
1: I've seen it get a lot of bad press too. Like a lot of people are saying this is a boring movie. This is a stupid generic slasher. And I
0: thought it was quite unique. Yeah. Uh I, I think it's a great movie. I think it's super unique and also super weird. Mm-hmm. Um I I love all of, I love a lot of the choices. I mean, there's there's definitely some uh <sighs> Bear. there's a little bit too much Friday the thirteenth in it, obviously. They even I mean, steal music cues. The, in there's one scene. so much Chi 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 ha ha <laughs> ha. It's real weird. Like the Chi the Chi Chi's really kind of throw me. But uh I mean the mask at the end, some of the other stuff. Like I mean, there, there's some there's some creepy stuff in it. There's some fun stuff. There's some stuff that I've never seen before. I
1: love the punkers
0: and any movie with punkers I'm like a, these. I, I love. I'm a sucker for punkers. I'm a sucker for punkers. And these ones were particularly ridiculous because they were the they were new uh, wave new wave punkers. New wave punkers. <laughs> so they're they're the worst kind of punkers. Uh, they're the ones that uh, that have lots of lots of face paint. So yep. they look like they've been airbrushed all over their faces. <laughs> um, it's yeah, what a movie. Yep. what a movie. <laughs> Um, and so let's
1: kick this movie off. We start off yeah. with punkers in uh the cool car scene that goes on. Oh yeah, well that it goes on way too long. But like but we don't get enough reaction shots. Like they're in this car, like they fit like 10 punkers in a Cadillac. <laughs> I mean, the car is like a clown car stuffed and they're booming out and they're all like taunting the other drivers and holding champagne bottles and oh yeah, somehow not getting pulled over. Insane. And we see like two reaction shots from two passing cars, <laughs> but the scene goes on for like 10 minutes of them just Wah!
0: <laughs> yeah, um that part is ridiculous, but it's and it's also like the the reverse of all the 80s movies mm-hmm. where you get the normies in the car yeah. and they're making fun of the punks on the sidewalk. So yep. it was like a really nice inversion <laughs> of that that I dynamic. That, yeah. Um, you know, th- they managed to like because it's Canon, they managed to cram two boob scenes in where it was like not written into the script. So Mm -hmm. they just like, just as like a, a throwaway because they have to have them in every Canon movie. They're like, this is, these are the rules. And the director was probably like, God, I don't want to do this. So let's just throw it in. There's a lady who flashes her boobs in the, in the van in the beginning, there's a lady who shows her boobs in the in the drive-in. Good. We're done. Good. We're good. Awesome. You have Mrs. Golden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I'm sure they were perfectly happy with this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it fits their their MO perfectly. Yes. It rips off another movie. It's ridiculous and uh just <laughs>
1: So these, so the so something I found about the intro scene too with the punkers in the car is um they weren't characters as far as I know. That did anything? Okay. <laughs> they sh- they showed up. They're going to the TV show, and we spend so much time on these punkers in the beginning. But then they kind of just do we even see them again? Are they even in the dancing crowd? I don't.
0: Yes, we do. We do see them. We okay. do see them again. Yeah. Um. So in fact, I I think one of them sings for one of the bands. At oh, one really? Point. Okay. Literally, I I think the guy with the the like gray blue hair. Yep. That dude shows up on stage at some point with another band. Okay. He's like our, our main punk rocker who shows up in the crowd. He's the everyman's punk rocker. He's, <laughs> so he really is. I love when the car shows
1: up and they all hop out. And there's seriously like 10 people in this convertible. Oh, and, hell uh, yeah. and, they, and they get to the, 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 the door guard, you know, the doorman. And he's just like, and he looks all nervous at the punks. And he's just like, tickets. 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 I, tickets. I need your tickets. Please give me your tickets. And he just keeps saying that like a robot. Tickets. you need, <laughs> need your tickets. Tickets.
0: This, this movie would lead you to believe that the LAPD are a bunch of fucking wimps. (laughs) And I will tell you one thing. Don't assume that, and don't keep poking at them like Mm -hmm. this. Tickets. Major tickets. Tickets, (laughs) History has shown that the LAPD are not to be messed with in that manner. Um, Yeah, but they just... Every single time the cops show up someplace, they're just like, nah, yeah, Hey, sissy, yeah, look at me. Up, look, I've got up. a knife. No, nope, I don't. it's
1: a comb.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Real LAPD <laughs> officer would have shot him 75 <laughs> times. Uh, <laughs> well, was that a cop at the door for the tickets? or was Yeah, a, he had oh, a, like a, a police uniform. Oh, I thought it was just a doorman. I
1: thought it was like a door guard. Yeah. Tickets, tickets, please, tickets.
0: Also, there, yeah, are, tickets, there are policemen, like, everywhere in this movie, mm-hmm. and... It sends out, like, uh, when they have, like, this minor thing. That, oh, don't worry about it. It's probably nothing. They send out the police lieutenant. Yeah. He shows up with the sergeant. It's like like your two pretty much highest ranking officers are, like, you, showing up at the scene of this to go, eh, hey, it's yeah, no big it's deal. Nothing,
1: nothing, just a pranker.
0: This Fuck. always happens.
1: You're going to do stupid music like this. You're going to get stuff like this.
0: <laughs> You're just asking to get killed by playing this, this music. You
1: create the problem and you ask for help with it. <laughs>
0: That's insanity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. So, uh, the
1: <laughs> so, the, so the punkers right. are driving to um, the New Year's Eve celebration. Yep. At this, uh, and it's kind of like a, uh, like what was that? Like an American Bandstand kind of show. It but was for... like
0: it's like it's more like Ready, Steady, Go from the UK, mm-hmm. which was like kind yes. of the punk rock version of that. That like uh, the Gen X song was about and all that stuff. So it's yep. kind of like the. It was so like it's like a, a teen dance
1: show. Uh, only, they got
0: like only punk rock only, allegedly. Only,
1: uh, the yes, uh, the new wave punk rock show. Uh it's televised across the nation this show is. And yes. uh people are calling in I guess to tell them their best punk song of the year. That was like uh, they, what? Th- yeah. there was no point for the call back, were, though.
0: There's, I've got a lot of problems with that, too. And there's, where, like,
1: five phone operators. Okay, you're, it's just like,
0: why? What are you doing? Like, You've had this job before. You know the answer to this question. I mean, I've I've seen this in radio stations. Mm-hmm. Like, like the I, telephone things? Right. Like, like, the that. idea that they're literally talking to a live person without any delay, without any mm-hmm. pre-recording, yeah. <laughs> is insanity. Mm-hmm. Like, every time I've seen one of those done on the radio, it was like, they pre-taped it, and then they talked to the tape. You know, like we're like we're live. Oh, they really? recorded okay. their yep. answers, and they were like, blah, blah, because you don't you want don't this know. happening. Exactly. Yeah. You don't. You don't. You won't. Don't want any kind of like fuck ups for a live simulcast across the entire country. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just have somebody go jump on and go baba booey, baba booey. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> That's the way to avoid it: is to just talk to a tape that you've like. They've done their requests six hours ago, and you memorized what the caller said, and you're reading it off a cue card.
1: But it's like never once did she ever reference like, uh, like if it was a poll. Never once did she say like the calls have been coming in, and this song's at number one. This song, yeah, they never said that at all. It was just like the most useless phone bank ever.
0: And also, the only request that actually got through was for not a, the Pink Floyd a, a song. A miscalled Pink Floyd song. Yeah. <laughs> we, don't we don't need, need no, no education. Edu- she's
1: like, yeah, honey, just some good tips. Thanks, click.
0: I did not understand what that meant. Nope. Okay, good. And, uh, I'm glad I wasn't alone on that.
1: And then, uh, so basically, we meet uh, the heroine of the movie, Blaze,
0: who is a... Her name is Diane, and her stage name is Blaze. Which she is sounds like an American gladiator, the but The first not.
1: lady of rock. She's the um, first lady of rock. We never learned anything about her, like where she came from, if she was in a band, if she nope did got, anything, nothing. We, we nothing. just we just know she that just she, knows she is the first lady of rock. Name, she's Blaze. very
0: she's very famous. She's famous enough that she gives her the husband uh, an allowance. Like yep. she's rich. She's famous. She's got like uh, she has a publicist, she has a business manager, and she has a manager. So we know that there are literally three people working just for her. Mm-hmm just to like manage her career also so she must be fucking huge
1: yep yeah, she seemed very lame to me and she seemed like like she wasn't overly attractive she wasn't overly interesting and all these people in the audience all the punkers i feel would like look at their like like an old lady trying to be them like i wouldn't i don't feel that they would look <laughs> up to her like they did i
0: you casting-wise, she was definitely 10 years too old for this role. Yes. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I don't want to be ageist. No, no, no. Or not judgmental. at all. But, but I it's mean, just, it but, just
1: seemed really weird to me. Like, and when she first showed up in the intro, order, they showed one of the punkers in the thing like with the most lustful, like revered face. Yeah, like, yeah. oh my god, that's her!
0: <laughs> Although, I mean, okay. So, let's let's assume instead that, say, she was like Blondie. Mm-hmm. Or somebody who was like really big in the punk scene, in like Patti Smythe or something. Yep. Where she's like, Really well-regarded. That could work if we and knew then, that. Exactly. They haven't said any of that. I mean, they said she's the first lady of rock. So mm-hmm. maybe she was yep. well-known for some band she had. She's a little over her, like, touring age. Yep. And so, But she's super revered for this, like, famous band that she's in. The, I mean, obviously, I'm just making shit up yes. for her character. But that's the only way it makes sense.
1: <laughs> yep. So that's her. That's, that's Diane Russell, was it, I think her name was? Yeah. Yeah. And again, just
0: just to be like, no, we're not being ageist. I mean, like when you look at VJs, Mm -hmm. like they were always like 17, like they were kids. Yeah. Like just the fact that she's over 30 means that she's way too old to be one. That's what I'm saying. She should have been in her for any of these kind of pop music garbage things. Yep. You know, it's all about being like closer to a teenager.
1: (laughs) But then again, then
0: fucking Dick Clark. What the hell is that about? Well, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) there are exceptions to every rule. Um
1: so so she gets that first phone call she's taking on like during in the beginning they're calling in for their favorite songs of the year. Yep. And we get the girl saying we don't want the education song.
0: Oh. And the next caller Yep. Or oh, do you got something or I, I I just have to say this line. Got it. Okay. It's time to spin out and boil, boil your head. hair. Boil your head! What the fuck oh head! Is that? I thought you
1: said hair. Okay. Uh,
0: I had the subtitles on. It was head. Head. Okay. Boil your boil your head. head. I had to write it down because I could not figure that one out. It's time to <laughs> spit out and boil your head.
1: <laughs> Come on, kids. So after boiling her head, she <laughs> picks up the phone again. She gets the next caller, and this is where we meet our our villain. Yes. And he <laughs> he's so great. <laughs> Goes. Who am I talking to? <laughs> I am evil. Yes, and it's a dude in a phone booth, and he's got a. Uh, like, does this even exist? Is that even know. possible?
0: It, it looks like he's got like a vape pen in he's his mouth. He's got
1: like a like a tube in his mouth, almost like a talk box. Thing. Yeah, like, but the phone's like right against box. his mouth, so you would hear his normal voice at the same time. I would assume, unless Who knows. It's, unless you're not, because it's overlaying with the ah. whatever
0: man. But it, it's not even a very distorted. No, it's, it's not, not even that bad either. It's something that he could have done with his voice. Yep, you know, I'm he, doing it right now. He sounded just. I mean, he sounded just like Davey from uh, Taurus Trap. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ah, my brother doesn't want yep. me to do this because I'm too pretty. <laughs> you know, very, very Davy-esque. So,
1: uh, Evil tells Blaze, "I'm going to kill someone close to you at midnight. Yep, uh, Eastern time." <laughs> and then kill more people central time
0: yeah and, and I don't think he explains that but I think he that eventually but they did yeah. and
1: it confused the shit out of me at first <laughs> because they killed the person at New Year's Eve yeah. and then when they went to the bar where he was Mrs. Swastash, yep, he was like what time is it the girl's like 9.30 and I was like whoa 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 what what did I miss here uh, so, but anyway, yes. Yes.
0: So that was the thing. That was when she when she cuts back to the phone banks mm-hmm. when she's like that was like they they dropped that as like the tiniest bit of foreshadowing when she was like. And we've got our guy in Aspen. Talk yep. to me, guy in Aspen. Hey, we got our guy out there in Chicago. What's Chicago doing tonight? Chicago's here, Blaze. Hey, we've got hey. two hours.
1: Woo. You know how
0: we do it out in Aspen, though.
1: And I love that they kept cutting the things, but there was no other anchor or anything. It was just like cutting to stock footage of a party, and it was like, yeah, Blaze, we're with you, but nobody's like talking to her or anything.
0: <laughs> you know how we do it out in Aspen, I guess. And it's like, so here's thousands here's some stock footage of, you of skiers ski? with a torch,
1: and it's like, yeah, Blaze, we got torches and we're going down the mountain. We love you.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that was obviously awesome. Uh that was when they were spitting out and boiling their heads. So that
1: killer. Yeah. Uh here's something that bothered me. We'll go back to it. He goes, yeah.
0: "I'm going to kill somebody close to you." Did she know that first person? Fuck to the no. Okay.
1: I not that I can tell.
0: <laughs> I unless... so, and that person, I think he knew. This is this is another thing that was a dropped a dropped point for me. I I was really confused because later it's Big spoiler to the end, yeah. though. They're With, like he was, a, alert. he was a patient,
1: so it's like possible. in this place that he
0: killed her. So it was
1: possible that she knew this
0: nurse, but we no. Never, it's we more were, likely that he, he knew, knew the nurse, yeah. or that she would know him, or maybe he's just crazy. Maybe there is. I mean, also yeah, exactly. Maybe he just said something crazy because he's a crazy guy.
1: This is one of those things that makes me wonder if they like originally planned to do like a family thing, but then it was like dropped, and this line was still in there, like. If, oh, if originally the victims were supposed to be somebody that she like because the first one uh, oh yeah we, we skipped over um her assistant got killed oh right yeah, yeah yeah so that was somebody close to you that he killed unless he's referencing but that wasn't her like he just killed that one without any
0: yeah there was hype. there was yeah there was no there, there was, well, was no makes no sense on that one at all he's like maybe he's just practicing do you think yeah. there was an editing problem do you think it was something where they realized that there was going to be a continuity issue between where he was at the time of the murder and they had to change it so that she got killed earlier? Possibly, because it could have been when they weren't allowing
1: people in the building later on.
0: It's so confusing because... It, I'm going to kill someone close to you. Yep. You've got to be referring to, to Jasmine or whatever her name was. Uh, Yvonne. Yvonne, yep. Yvonne. you got to have been referring to Yvonne and, <laughs> I, and then instead he just kills this fucking nurse who like this guy is irresistible to women too yes. which i like this weird looking dude can do no wrong with the ladies we've all,
1: we've also got to mention mr evil is a uh, master of disguise <laughs> so this was a cool, this is a really cool thing about this movie that i enjoyed um cuz i was watching it and they right off the bat we see evil's face yes. and i was like oh man i i'm a big fan of yeah I'm a big fan of the face in the shadows. We we don't see it till the end, and I'm like, man, we're just gonna and, and no, unless it's a mask. Yeah, unless, I was super that, surprised. Unless by it's that. a mask, that's fine. So I was just like, oh, we just gotta watch normal killer dude's face the whole movie, but then I realized that he keeps putting on disguises and and dressing up. So his first kill at this nurse, he sneaks into the hospital when the dish boy is taking out the trash. He dresses up as a doctor and then just pops up to this nurse and he's like, hey, the board sent me over here to help because you're short staffed. But uh, before, you want to go somewhere private and drink this champagne? Yes. And and the nurse is like, yes, I do. Because he is
0: irresistible. Hell yeah. Uh, Yeah, that woman's gay, too. And she was like, you know what? I just changed just for you. (laughs) Like, every single one of these fucking things is like, like, relies on so much luck. Yes. Everything is like. What if she'd been gay? What if she, like, didn't like you? What if, like, you're not What if her she, type? Was, what if she a was a realistic character <laughs> who wouldn't just be like,
1: hi, that random guy I've never met before. Let's <laughs> just go drink on the job and sex it
0: up. Yeah. No matter how attractive <laughs> you were, she probably would not have done anything. But
1: what yeah. she did. And so, so he's killing his first victim here, like he said he was going to do, at the stroke of midnight, 11 p.m. Eastern time. Yes. He's got... A radio with him, a tape player. And yes. I found this part. Did you find this part ridiculous, too? <sighs> yeah. He's, listen- he's listening. Uh, he- he's in Cali. He's somehow got the New York radio station on, listening to the New York countdown. And uh, right at the 10-second countdown, the 10 night, he hits record while he's sexing up the nurse there. Yep. Right at the stroke of midnight, he ends up stabbing her. And he's recording him stabbing her on the tape, which he's going to play back a little yes. later on to the DJ to see like I'm not joking.
0: Yeah. And so he does. So my big problem is there's no such thing as a tape recorder that works that way. Yes. <laughs> that you have to switch it to tape or to radio for the radio to he play. He would just tape be recording. recording the radio.
1: <laughs> but somehow uh, he's got it when he plays back his proof tape. It's hilarious. Oh. You hear the countdown and the murder all together.
0: Oh I got you no prize right there. No? He can rewire an elevator. I bet he rewired that Oof, radio. Yeah true. He is an oh I mean he's a fucking elevator master. Yes. So he's <laughs> elevator hacker. Oh my God. Level 10, level 10, man. <laughs> Holy
1: fuck. He played elevator action like <laughs> all the damn time to train for this.
0: Oh, so good. So yeah, we'll get to that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so he kills the skinny blonde woman and, uh, and <laughs> who is willing to have sex with somebody 30 seconds after <laughs> she meets them. And, uh, and then we cut back to the club where the punk band is playing the saddest, slowest blues number I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Oh, Is man. that when the punkers are doing their... They're just an eight dance? Yeah, they're just kind of <laughs> rocking back and forth. At least they were punk enough to know that what was going on was annoying and that they needed to make fun of it. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I
1: love their dance there.
0: Yeah. It's just like a bunch of wo- wo- wobbling zombies. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was in a I was in a metal band that played a punk club when I was in high school, and there were a bunch of skinheads there, and they basically did that to us. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh God, I recognize that. These guys are gonna die." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh,
1: so, <laughs> okay. so he calls uh, back the radio station and plays that tape to plays a tape that could not be uh, yes, to the, the DJ.
0: Right. The tape that could not be gets the
1: cops kind of more believe yep. in it.
0: Yep, the cops show up and blame the victims instantly. <laughs> where they say... <laughs> yeah. yeah, That's where they you say... Created you this created problem, this now problem, now you're asking for help. Yep. This music just makes killers. It's just This this slow blues jam is just like... <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, boo. So, let's go back to our killer who yeah, is... No, Blaze, Blaze is oh. calling her kid. Oh, dude, is, I don't want to this, skip that You part. do not want to skip no, this. No, I don't. Because this is fucked. What the fuck was up with this? This movie was... I mean spoiler alert the whole point of this movie was to set up a sequel that never happened Mm -hmm. like there's no way around it like this kid was supposed to be the Jason Voorhees and that was supposed to be his mom you know like I was he was supposed to be launching his Jason Voorhees career out of this New Year's Evil I was so confused where
1: this plot line was going I think this might have even been before the first kill or was it not uh, no, was,
0: this this is the part where he where he start he takes the three pills for his headaches and oh but we didn't course. even
1: meet him first I think we met him before this I think we jumped the whole meeting the kid oh, part.
0: oh okay yeah the the part where the so part he, before was so we
1: find out Blaze has a kid who's I don't know maybe like twenty yep and uh, he's just really odd and he just comes in and the mother just completely ignores him and i think this might be even though he got
0: up he got the leading role she doesn't even care ...in spaceship america yeah that's a big show spaceship america is the biggest show in canada <laughs> <laughs> up to 1300 viewers uh, <laughs>
1: but yeah dude comes in and the mo- and he's just like i auditioned i got the part oh hey did you call Yvonne about the press packets like the mother just completely like talks to her assistant it avoids her kid at all oh absolutely and I it's, mean and it, but it's so unnatural it's not even like she's is. mad at him she's just like that kid's like not even there and then he gets
0: kind Nothing. of distraught about it because yeah, he's and just he's, being ignored but apparently he's been being ignored for a long time and he's like straight up losing his fucking shit like over the course of this movie he goes from like I'm kind of mad about my family yeah. situation to I'm just like a thousand miles off the fucking blue horizon. So, and he just chills in this hotel room basically for the whole movie,
1: but every time getting we cu- weirder and weirder, every <laughs> time we cut back to him, like, yeah, that, he's that, he's wearing headphones and he's taking these three red pills and he's just, and then he, then he's talking to himself with, uh, the yep. pantyhose, and he's cutting up, cutting the panty cutting hose, up pantyhose, and he's hose and wearing the, the pantyhose of, and on his just, head. It's like you think that I need psychiatric help. Then <laughs> he puts the whole pantyhose on and stabs
0: a what needle through his ear or something. Yeah, and he's just like, "What do, do you head. think now?" <laughs> nope, not now. No, no, no. I are good. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I was, but it, it was
1: weird because I just didn't know where that was going. Because we just it, kept cutting back to this dude who was doing nothing for the story except just being weird in it's his room. So, strange. and we know he's not the killer. This movie also I thought was neat. um... As I was saying before, I didn't think I'd like it because you saw the killer. I was like, oh, we already know who it is now. But you don't know why. And right. that's what I thought was neat. It does actually set up and pay off it very does. nicely. And it's like, so we know the killer. We know what he looks like. Mm-hmm. But we don't know who he is or why he's doing this. And then we've got the kid up here that we keep going to who's doing nothing but being weird by himself and not doing <laughs> anything for the story. But you're like, I know that's not the killer. We've already met the killer.
0: So you're like, where is this kid's story going? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I know a movie of this budget, I would normally say it's impossible that anybody could do something this crazy, but it's a Golan Globus movie, which means to me that all bets are off. Yes. Like, anything is possible. And in this case, I don't know that they didn't think that they were setting up a blue herring or a red red herring herring. or setting up a, like, something where, like, it was going to be edited differently.
1: I also wonder if the movie could have been just the same without that kid. Like we got that weird scene, and yeah, he led to the sequel thing in the end, kind of thing. Also,
0: but- second possibility could have been the whole movie's done, mm-hmm. and then they go and they reshoot the scenes with the kid, because the kid is separate from everybody every time until the ending. So they have this whole thing: he dies, blah blah blah. That's the end. Mm-hmm. So that's that's your normal movie. We've never seen we see this kid maybe once or never.
1: Yep.
0: Uh, then they look at it and they go. This has Friday the 13th sequel potential. They're like, what if we we cut in the kid? Mm -hmm. And then they're just like, look, we'll just have him go crazier and crazier. We'll just cut back to him being nutso. Yep. You know, instead of... That's very possible. Instead of just calling to make sure that he's okay, or he could have been a red herring originally, where you were supposed to be cutting back to him, and you don't know if he's the killer. Yep. And instead, they were like, whoa, crap, man. We could have Friday the 13th money. Gotcha. You know, just a theory. But again, with canon... All bets are off. Did you watch... The craziest <laughs> things are possible. Oh, yeah. Do
1: you have the Blu-ray of this? Did uh, you...
0: No, I did not. Okay.
1: I not know if you, there was a commentary that existed at all in this movie.
0: No, I actually watched this on Prime. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, so... Uh, and
1: then I watched my tape at work just before coming here. Nice. <laughs> bone <laughs> up on it again.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, it's... Um, yeah, again, you've seen the the Golan Globus documentary. I have, yes. Yeah, so, yep. I mean, like... Oh, I know what I'm dealing with. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You know what you're dealing with when you get these guys. Um, Absolute abject craziness. But
1: another neat thing about this movie is is that we had... I like how it's broken up how we have these four kills for the the four time zones. You know what I mean? So it's just like... Oh, yeah.
0: So It's it's very clever.
1: Yep. So we've got this first death on... And it goes backwards in time. So as the story goes forward... You yeah, know, we, we we start with a later time period with the first death and keep going back, just the way nature of the yeah time zones trip me up, man. <laughs> when I was out in Colorado, I was at a bar and uh, Saturday Night Live came on at nine thirty, and and, and and being that I'm at an NBC station and, and for years and I've always seen this at eleven thirty, I'm just like, why the hell is the station playing this at this time? Like, and I was like, oh yeah, oh that's wow, so weird, man. That's really weird. You get your SNL at nine thirty over wow,
0: here. <laughs> weird. That's got to be strange. Um, okay. So we move on to our second death. Yes, this is this is where we get to the killer putting on his silly looking mustache. <laughs> oh, but, okay, there's a point I have to make, because it's a running theme, and mm-hmm. I'm going to show you a picture of it later on. I'm okay. going to post this on our Instagram. Okay. Because it's very important. Funbox monster podcast.
1: Yes. Instagram.
0: Yes. So this guy puts on the the pantyhose over his head. Mm-hmm. He turns, and he looks just like Clint Howard. <laughs> Just like Clint Boy, Howard. What the hell is up with this theme? I don't theme? know. But it's 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 kismet. It means that Clint Howard is going to come to us and do an episode of the podcast with us. That would be fantastic. It would be the greatest day of my life. Can it
1: be an ice cream man?
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hell yeah. Oh my god. I love, I love that, that movie. movie too. <laughs> um Okay, so Killer puts on the, the silly-looking mustache and then goes to a disco bar. Yeah. Oh, the bar looks so
1: great. I love the <laughs> Uh, speaking of that, this is another one of those movies that I like to call time capsule movies. Like oh, it's absolutely. it's just like it, 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 the world is so it's from 1980, so it's what, 40 years ago. Yeah, it's <laughs> the
0: end of the disco era, and mm-hmm. like all the disco like stuff is still in these bars, but you can tell that it's all cigarette stained and yep. like everything's browner than it should be. Ugh. It's so hideous. It's, it. it's so, so hideous. great though. I love it's that I love disgusting. that look. Disgusting.
1: Uh, so, yeah, we're at this bar. He, I love how he he walks into the bar, and he looks all super suave. He's got a blazer and a fake mustache that is so beyond obvious that it's a fake mustache. Like, Walks into the bar, lights up a ret, walks slowly up to the bar, and then turns his back to the bartender and just stands there and smokes for a little bit. Then he turns around
0: and orders a drink.
1: <laughs> then he turns and starts flirting with his... Uh, target, for lack of a better. Yeah. He's, he's, he sees a blonde at the at the bar,
0: and he knows just what's going to turn her head. Yep. An invitation to Ponch's house.
1: <laughs> he's like, hey, I got to be at Eric Estrada's house a little bit later for a coffee date. Do you want to come?
0: <laughs> and he looks, for all the world, like an evil weird owl for a lot of that with that stupid <laughs> mustache on. So, very very cool looking guy. Um. So. <laughs> Oh, uh, we get... Uh, cuts back to the club. I just have to mention this really quickly. This is a movie that is about... <laughs> this is a movie about murdering women, and the most misogynistic thing about it is the next song that comes up. Oh, d- uh, d- Dumb Blondes. Holy fuck! <laughs> there is a line in that dumb song... Dumb ...that I I will repeat right now. They may have empty heads, but they're Einsteins in bed. <laughs> Dumb blonde, yeah, might you. It was a different time. Man, it was a terrible, terrible, a terrible, time. terrible <laughs> different time. <laughs> a cigarettey, gross, fake mustache dumb blonde time. Okay, yes. so, so yes, <laughs> the ace cop figures out that he's using a voice processor. Yeah, <laughs> that's nice, nice work, scene. genius. <laughs> And then the two uh, the two blondes annoy the killer. <laughs> like, That's,
1: see, well, yeah. See, she, she says, he, he invites her to Poncha's house. She goes, I just need to use the girl's room. He's like, I'll meet you up front. When she gets out front, she's got a roommate with her, yes. which he wasn't aware of. And he, he, you can see he's kind of visibly annoyed by that at that point.
0: And then, and once they start driving, he's I really loved, annoyed. I loved,
1: I love this scene. <laughs> um, the one girl that he actually picked up, the other roommate hasn't said a word yet at yep. all. Um, but this other girl is saying, like, He's like, oh shit, I was supposed to be at Eric's house by 10. And she's like, Calm down. You should try T M. It's transcendental meditation. I, me and Lisa do it every every morning.
0: And you should do T A. And you should do Zen. Oh no,
1: but before that, she goes, like, and I've I've cured my something. And then she goes, Lisa's cured her nervous diarrhea. <laughs> nervous diarrhea. <laughs> and that's the first time we hear her talk. She's like, come on. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, she has she has one line and it's yep. come on.
1: Come on. Don't talk That's, about my nervous diarrhea. Don't talk
0: about my nervous. It's gone anyway. That's it. Yep, through TM, through digital meditation, <laughs> and so, uh, so and he's he's in a hurry to kill this lady because he's got to he's got to call the radio station, right? Exactly. Because he'll so,
1: obviously get through to a national program without a busy signal every course, time he calls. every single time he
0: calls, <laughs> it's, even though it's being simulcast literally across the country. <laughs> um, so he he pulls off at a liquor station because she needs to use the bathroom because her nervous diarrhea because of back. her nervous diarrhea. <laughs> and uh, and so she goes in there and has the fucking weirdest interaction with the clerk. It's There's depressing. This, it was the saddest thing yeah, I've ever seen weird, in my right? life. This guy, this 7-foot tall dude is behind the counter and she buys liquor from him. She buys a champagne, I assume. Yeah. And and he's just like he's like, hey, "Hey, have a have a really nice night." He's like
1: 5 10 20 and that makes 30. "Hey, have a Really good night. And she's like, yeah, thanks.
0: <laughs> and it's just like, "What? why are you all? Where did the maudlin come from? Like, <laughs> yes. I don't get it. It it was re- <clears throat> like so out of left field. And they're just like, he was like, he seemed like he was so sad about her life.
1: And she seemed like she was so sad. Like everybody was sad for no reason. Why wasn't it just like, why wasn't like, it just like 20 bucks to change? Have
0: a happy new year, ma'am. It's too bad. The better story would have been that she was like, you know what? fuck this guy. What Uh, are you doing tonight? Can we close this place? Get out of here. (laughs) And they took off and they lived happily ever after because they didn't get killed in the dumpster.
1: This movie is not a choose-your-own-adventure movie, though. And however, that did not happen. (laughs) Okay. So she bought her champagne uh, and she she goes back outside uh, to get into the car, but it's gone. And she's like, where the hell And she finds a shoe. She finds a shoe. And then she finds a sock and a scarf. And it's just like she keeps following the... The trail of clothes. The breadcrumbs. The breadcrumb clothes. (laughs) I I love this part. So she gets to the dumpster, and she's slowly gonna open the dumpster. She sees uh, uh clothing sticking out of that too. She starts pulling it, and it's like you're like, yep, she's she's gonna oh, it's find. It's gonna be a
0: grisly find. She's of gonna the find the body. body.
1: You know what I mean? So you're just waiting for that. But then when she opens up the, the dumpster, it's just mustache dude in there who <laughs> lights a lighter, lights up his face, and then just pulls her into the dumpster. And that was he beautiful. It was brilliant. He just had like he looked like so much like Nick Cave too in that dumpster when he did that. I was just like, Why don't you going out and throw your trash away and it's like, oh Nick Cave's in my dumpster. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so you know um, um,
0: it probably happens with Nicolas Cage sometimes though.
1: No, no, not Cage. <laughs> ca- cave. Or both, actually, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not Cave. Nick Cave prob- and Nicolas Cage, but both, probably both. Nicolas Cage you can occasionally find in a dumpster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so all right. So that part was brilliant. I did not see that coming. No, I was not just like, at all. And it looks so cool. It, it looked so yeah, cool that, that was happened.
0: Definitely the best part of the movie. And then, and then the cops show up. And so, so when you've just made like
1: the most original dumpster death gag you could possibly do, what should you do next?
0: Follow it up with the least original gag in the world: the cat scare. And the cop opens the dumpster, and, and a someone throws a cat at him. It's great because it's so, like you can you you can basically see the hands that are throwing the cat. Yeah. Like the cat is going sideways yep. <laughs> when he comes out of the dumpster. So it's like it's such a bad cat scare. But it made no.
1: It didn't even do a. I don't. Know, I don't even think it did an orchestra sting or anything. No. Nope, it was just nothing. like a cat. It was like the why. <laughs> no
0: reason. And also, I love the idea that he was just hanging out in there in the dumpster with that with the cat. with that cat. Yeah. Also, for his next kill, he's going to smell like dumpster juice. Like he's been sitting knee deep in garbage <laughs> water from. The, that seems like a bad plan. Uh, but It'd OK, a so stinky preacher. So then we get out and we it, the cops follow some trail to a to a to the playground, to a playground. And is that cat that just scared them is sitting around on the playground. They're like, Oh, hey, there's that cat again. Uh, like they followed the and cat. And they find more thing. clothes. More clothes, and then the corpse of the lady
1: is hanging from the swing set, I believe.
0: Yep, and then they look over at. The and then this part's cool. Yeah, but how? There's literally no way.
1: So they find a purse at the bottom of the slide, and they pick up that purse, and then the other body slides down on her back. Yep, and just like boop, and stops at the end.
0: <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, cool body reveal. It is. It is a cool reveal. Um, I, yeah. Tough, tough on the suspension of disbelief for It'd that be, one. It would have be, it been great, great. if they looked up and the killer was there, and he's just like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> he jumped and ran. <laughs> well, okay, you want to talk? You want to talk fourth wall breaking weirdness that like makes no sense? This next part is just fucking bonkers. The the bikers. This oh, whole yeah. thing, like this, could have just ended the movie. Like this seemed like one of those things where you're like, "Oh." did the ending of Holy Grail or something where it's just like this movie just derailed Mm -hmm. like he's gonna get killed by bikers and this movie is over yeah that would have been a neat one actually I would have been totally into him being killed by bikers yeah (laughs) but uh that's skipping ahead um oh I also liked his kill for for the first girl where he was like hey smell this great pot that I've
1: got oh we forgot about that yeah (laughs) that's how he killed the first girl he's like hey you wanna smoke a number I've got this nice Colombian here (laughs) smell it Puts a
0: big bag of grass over her head and strangles her with it. Yep, (laughs) he's gonna go away for that pot when they catch him. (laughs) Uh, All right, so
1: uh, we give you one year for manslaughter, (laughs) fifteen years for possession. (laughs) Sadly, in this country, sometimes yeah, it's entirely possible.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay, so uh, so the guy calls Blaze again, and now she's like totally totally off her rocker, hysterical Mm -hmm. this time. and because he recorded those deaths,
1: too, with his tape player, he hits the tape player before he strangled the girl, too. We forgot that. So he's always got a tape to yeah. play of he's always got <laughs> an ability to tune in some radio station in the different time zones event and record it over the radio.
0: Yeah. And then and mix it. Yeah. And so he drives into a parking lot in in Hollywood. He's like, this guy's driving around Hollywood on New Year's Eve. He encounters three people in his travels around Hollywood for the most part. Until he encounters the bikers. Like, <laughs> this city is empty. Yeah. This is Hollywood with zero people on the road. That seems odd. But, um, so he gets in, he changes his clothes and then the trunk he's of his car. He's dressed as a
1: minister now. Now he's dressed as a and minister. And he's looking at a picture of a nun and another minister in the front seat uh, for some reason. I guess
0: he stole their car and found... Oh, do you Three think that's that road? That wasn't that no, no he, he was driving his
1: Mercedes because
0: they found it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why like, he was looking at that picture. Later on
1: later on the cops are like, We found his Mercedes at a drive-thru where he killed right. us. So yeah, the yeah, cars yeah. registered that's him. Right. So uh I don't know if he was maybe like reference these pictures, looking for like I gotta make sure this minister suit looks right by looking at this nun a lot. Um
0: Do so you think he was supposed to be in like makeup to look like a specific priest?
1: Possibly. Huh? Again, they don't reference that. Or like, I don't even know where had- they
0: Maybe he had ID and he was going to try to, like, show it at the... Uh, I don't know. There's there's no reason. <laughs> so
1: either way, while he's dressed up as a minister and looking at pictures of this nun, uh, he gets distracted and ends up rear-ending... Well, well first... After the motorcycle first flips right. him off. like
0: First, he's like he's at a stop sign and all these bikers surround the car. And they're already antagonistic. like yep. They're already, like... They already want to fight a priest. They're all
1: like, give me a prayer, pastor. Ah, fuck you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he flips him off. Flips him off. And then like, he drives like five blocks, it seems like. He drives forever. Mm-hmm. He just keeps going and then eventually meets up with the bikers again when he rear-ends one of them and knocks their bike Because he was looking at the nun picture. He gets yes.
1: distracted and then rear-ends a biker.
0: I like to think that the
1: biker gang's the same gang from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I think it probably is. And they just got out of that adventure.
0: And then this <laughs> happened to him. <them. laughs> I say we let him go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I say we let baby go. So, <laughs> so he has to run away from these bikers <laughs> and he drives to a drive in.
1: And I, I, I just want to say, I thought this scene was awesome. Me too. I, I thought this whole concept Brilliant. and idea was awesome. Like, so all of a sudden it's like, he's on a time frame, and he's like, Oh shit, I fucked up. I'm running from bikers. Now I got somebody to kill. Like yep. I, I've got places to go and people to kill. and I don't have enough time for these bikers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and also, I really loved the scene like itself. I loved the voiceover of the uh, of the blood feast and uh, what was the other one? Bloodbath. Yeah. So bloodbath, blood feast, double feature, like voiceover. So he drives awesome. to, to lose
1: these bikers. He goes to hide in a all night spookathon driving. Yep. Movie theater. But he is not that successful at hiding. The bikers do find his car yes. in there. Uh, I don't know why he thought he could hide in there. Yeah, so
0: he gets out of his car and runs. It, yep. Where and the bikers g- just smash the crap out of his car. Yep.
1: And uh, one of the bikers actually finds him. <laughs> and, uh, and, he, and he's like,
0: please, I'm a man of God, not a man of violence. Well, I'm a man of peace, not a man of violence.
1: And then stabs a and biker. stabs him in the stomach. So we've got an un- unexpected kill. Un- unscheduled, I should say. Yep. Um, And then, uh, how does he get away from it? Oh, yeah. So, there's uh, a couple of teens <laughs> a couple smoking teens, the dope yeah. and getting the obligatory Golden Globus nudity shot in the, there.
0: The second set of boobs that and, is uh, obligatory for a Golden Globus movie.
1: And uh, so, he just, like, opens the door. He's like, get out. Where are the keys? And then, he just drives away with the girl in the back
0: seat. Who just didn't think to get to out. Get out Literally, at the time where it. he's getting in. Yeah. Just the, her only problem is that she forgot to get out <laughs> yep. of the car. <laughs> Man. Like that is just
1: she was not at gunpoint or anything. Nope, she could have just nothing. opened the door and popped out. I mean he just had like,
0: a he had a knife, he could not have gotten her while he was driving. No, like, she's like, I guess I'll go for a ride. Yep. She was just like, All right, I'm hanging out. <laughs> um but then, luckily, some some dumb like some dumb character actor drunks walk across the street. <laughs> And somehow block him from going anywhere. These two guys manage to... It's like to the
1: widest <laughs> damn street and just two guys like, I can't go around this I can't guy.
0: figure this out. Also, I've killed like four people Why at this point. Why would you even stop? Why do you even yeah. care? Yep. Why wouldn't you just run the drunks over? But, uh, but the
1: girl gets away and he goes, runs after her into the woods and the cops show up and those two drunks tell the cops like, dude yep. went and chased a girl that way. So now the cops are out there
0: chasing them too. And, and also this is... This was interesting, too, because this isn't the kind of thing that happens in these kinds of movies. Like, usually it's going to be scot-free and there's no way around it. And, like, it, he's just, like, he's invincible and nothing ever mm-hmm. goes wrong. Things keep going wrong for him. Yeah. Even though he's planned this out really well. He's, yep. he's a very smart killer. He keeps making mistakes. And they keep having actual consequences, which yep. doesn't happen in a lot of these movies. I uh, thought that was cool.
1: I, and, I, and, and a unique part of the scene, too. Obvious spoiler alert. Um, so he's stalking the girl. And they run out to, like, an athletic field, and he's just do, doing the whole suspenseful. He's, he's tapping his knife on the bleachers. You know what I mean? Yep. You're like, oh, she's going to get it. She's going to get it. And then all of a sudden, the cops come. You know, he hears, a, yeah or sees their flashlight or whatever, and he's like, oh, shit. And he runs. And yeah. girl actually gets she away. She gets
0: away. So it's just like, whoa. Like, you're, you're switching up the game again, movie. Interesting. Like, definitely not what I was expecting. It's from, not a paint-by-numbers slasher, you Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Hey, buddy. I agree.
1: You <laughs> <Cute> cat <laughs>
0: Okay, so back at the Hollywood hotline Yep uh, The cops have closed off the building Nobody can come in Yep like, If you leave, you can't get back in So they're letting people Just out Just like the state Exactly <laughs> <laughs> they're, letting people, they're letting people out But not letting people back in Yes um, And so the LAPD's consulting psychiatrist Believes the killer's going to be there at midnight mm-hmm. Because he has a pathological blah 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 who gives a shit <laughs> um, and so the killer's there dressed as a priest and he can't get he in he can't get in so he goes around goes into around the, the back and says hey I think I found a drunk over here yeah which- he,
1: he there's an officer guarding the door in the parking garage and he just yells that from the shadows officer I need some help I think I found a drunk over here and officer walks over there, and he pops out and clocks him in the head with a brick
0: that is clearly a sponge painted like a brick, <laughs> which I loved. I loved the fact that that was like it looked just like that uh, that like stuff that you stick fake flowers into, painted the color yes. of brick. Yep, yep. And it yep. had so many little pores in it; it was clearly not a brick. Um, the pores were
1: from flowers that were pulled that out. Pulled out of <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, so that was cool. And so he dresses up as a cop. So now you've got. I love I love Mr. Master of Disguises here. You know, it's such a unique yes. little little touch to this character. So he now he now he's a cop, and that's how he gets into the yeah the, uh, TV
0: station. And also, this is right where we see. Well, this is a throwaway. This is again probably pointing to the fact that this stuff may have been put in later. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, but again, this the kid shows up and he's dressed. Bonkers. He's got the, the thing yep. over his face. He's got the sunglasses on. He's got that needle through his ear and blood <laughs> going down his neck. And, like, there are cops all over this place, and they don't even no. stop him anywhere. <laughs> They're not, like, shooting this guy. Like, the second you see this guy in a, in one of these situations... They're just like,
1: that's a punker. No, it's just that. one of the dances. Totally,
0: yeah. totally typical stuff. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, we've got... Uh, yeah, where are we going next? Oh, okay. Uh, cop goes up with Blaze to check her room. Okay, Yep. And then, uh, and then the son is in the room now. Yep. he's back in the room, and he's all pissed off again. Well, the cop almost shoots him. Oh, that's right. To be fair, like, he's like wait, I'm who a... the hell are you? No, it's my son. Don't kill him.
1: He's like, I had a surprise for you, mom, but I don't feel like showing it to you now.
0: Now that these four people are dead, it's like you've totally ruined everything for me.
1: Out of here. So, so we find <laughs> out we find out the son did invite. The Dad, though, right? Is that dude? I was very unclear on a lot of the ending no
0: of this. No clue, okay? No clue. I
1: because he that, says something like that. Uh, the, the dad, um, when he finally gets him,
0: I mean, she would the thing that's insane about this whole thing is that she would have invited the dad, she wanted him there, yeah, in the she first called. place. Like, she called trying to get him. No, like,
1: Yvonne called trying to
0: get him. Well, yes, that's right. Right, Yvonne tried to get him. Uh, but she did want him there. Yeah. She kept asking if Richard answered his phone, and yep, blah blah blah. Yep.
1: So it's like, I don't know. The motivations for every character are so it's wonky, it's
0: convoluted, and so weird. it's
1: like, okay, so so the cop comes yep. and uh, the he, and kid she, leaves.
0: Yep, uh, and then and then the cop she leaves because cha- she, she goes, needs to go change. She goes
1: to change at the vanity, and then we get the we get the Stan get Laurel the, mask, uh, the awesome mask it yeah. looks so great so he just comes out of the shadows this guy in white wearing
0: that? A Stan, it a Stan Laurel it's mask? it's a Stan Laurel mask it is yeah. Like,
1: okay yeah I guess it is now that I think about it Yeah, I, he's was, a, I thought
0: it was I thought it was uh, Bob Hope at first but I'm 99% sure it's <laughs> yeah, Stan Laurel <laughs>
1: it looks great and he comes out holding a switchblade that he promptly puts away and then he goes to strangle her and then she turns around and he's just like oh hello oh, it's me Jesus your husband and he pulls off his mask and it's our guy it's our, it's our disguise master. And we fi- that's where we find out that this killer in this movie, finally we know who he is, and it's her husband. Yes. Who we were led to believe was smashed, drunk at a bar in the right. beginning, so he wouldn't it's, think...
0: It's a pretty good reveal.
1: It is. And again, what I love about this movie, we see the killer constantly, but we don't know right. why. Now we know, okay, we know Instead who he of, is. Yeah. We still don't Which know is... why he's doing this, but we know who... Yes. our killer is now it's
0: much more clever than just having his face in the dark and not knowing who he is and then finding out oh my god the reveal he takes off his mask yep it's you already know who he is when he takes off his mask yep and it's it's just a it's a cool variation on a theme and for being 1980 like slashers weren't even that old at this point mm-hmm. so it's like to be trying to innovate that kind of thing in a slasher movie in 1980 is pretty awesome yeah I don't know kudos I give this a lot of credit me too I, I love it <clears throat> Um, okay, so, God, this is the elevator part. (laughs) (laughs) This is the part where we learn that Richard is, like, just, he is the Mozart of elevators. Where is this box that he's operating on? This makes it
1: very, imagine if you're just sitting here in a hotel room, then you're like, all right, I'm going to go out this door here, and then you go out to the door, and there's just a giant elevator control panel and a tiny TV screen (laughs) next to it, set
0: up in the corner of a hallway. And the only way any it. of it makes any sense is if he built that himself. Yes. <laughs> Literally, that's the only way this makes
1: dude, any damn dude, sense. Dude takes this giant control panel off the wall, pulls out a couple... Uh, alligator clips. Alligator clips and a screwdriver. Yep. And just wreaks <sighs> havoc with the elevator. He knows how to make it rise, fall. He sticks a fork, he sticks
0: a screwdriver and oh. makes a spark. And <laughs> Just... I mean, it's he so is an absurd. artist with this fucking yes. elevator. And so he. It is, it's, I loved it. It's so <laughs> stupid. Uh, he's already had the chance to kill the person that he came to kill. Yeah. He just goes out of his way to make it something stupid. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, so the next part is that uh, the cop, the sergeant and blaze get in the elevator together. A wasted scene. Also the other thing about this I love the fact that they clearly shot this in like something that must have been a real elevator mm-hmm. because the camera crew could only fit in the corner because when you look <laughs> at it Every time they show the elevator, the two people who are in the elevator yep. are crammed into the corner really tight <laughs> instead of spreading out like yeah. you would in a fucking elevator. Everybody's just like shoulder to shoulder and they just barely fit into this tiny and corner because they're in frame and the camera crew is crammed in the back trying to
1: film from that angle. And what the hell was up with the conversation in the elevator with the sergeant? She's like, so do you have kids? And he's like, yep, two, two sets, sets of, of twins. twins. Who has two sets of twins?
0: <laughs> this guy.
1: And then she's like, "What? don't have any TV I guess that means because you're boating you so much. You had, but you had sex twice. Twice? <laughs>
0: like, twice for her is too much. Too much. Too much. Um, <laughs> Blaze, secret prude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Uh, so, so they get in there. He messes with the, the elevator controls and makes it go down really fast and slams down, knocks them unconscious.
1: Is that what happens? Yes. They, I was like, why are they sleeping? I didn't notice that They're all like scared Then he stops the elevator And they're just like Passed out I was just like
0: Yes I was thinking that That was what happened (laughs) But I didn't see it I was just like okay He didn't What's weird is that He didn't drop it Yeah He overrode it To make it go really fast down
1: Yep Cause he put the alligator clip in the in the third precinct section there. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I I should. Then he took up the flathead instead of the Phillips and put that underneath the
0: coupling. If I had seen that it was a flathead, I would have known what he was doing. (laughs) Uh, But yes, so he. I also am an amateur weekend elevator tamperer. That would be a great name for this movie. (laughs) (laughs) The elevator tamperer. So he, he makes the elevator go down really fast and then it stops and then they, they fall down and they're basically unconscious. Yep. But he's not convinced that the cop's unconscious, so he kicks kicks him in the, him face. In the face. So Drag. he's he's down for the count. Yep. We don't we don't have to worry about the, sh- the sergeant anymore.
1: They don't even. He just like drags a cop out and like yeah, that's he's, it. He's dead. I guess he's, he's fine. Asleep I or something. Him. I kicked him. I kicked he Might him as well be dead. Once. Yep. He's
0: good. And then he decides to sit down in the corner of the elevator because, again, there's no room in there for the camera crew. So they're like in the very corner of the of the bottom of the elevator talking about. And we get
1: the worst, in my opinion, motive explanation. Yeah, I agree. He's just like, you know, women are mean and shitty.
0: (laughs) It's Um, like, okay. Allow me to uh, to read one of his lines, one of my favorite (laughs) of his lines. You castrated me, and that's not nice. <laughs> you castrated me, and that's, that's not, not nice. nice. And, I've, a... <laughs> and I've
1: always had to go through your assistant to try to get my allowance. To get my allowance. Because ah, women are mean and icky and stupid.
0: I need mean, yeah. My <laughs> that's pretty
1: much our entire motive for this
0: movie. I mean, again, they're just kind of portraying him as... the. The typical, like, hates women, serial killer, bonkers, whatever. But I just don't feel like we've been given no. a good enough reason for him to be like that. No, like, I mean, it, at this point in history, you could say he was in a sanitarium mm-hmm. and that that covers everything. It's like, yeah. oh, if you were in a sanitarium, you're a psycho killer. Yep. You know, that it <clears> just <throat> like there was a period in time from like 1978 to like 1986. Yes. Where you could say he was in a sanitarium and it was like, oh, how many people did he kill? Yeah. And it was just like uh, everybody. Oh, oh, he he has a psychiatrist. He must have killed 17 he's people. He's just
1: kind of suicidal and manic depressive.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah. But how many people did he kill? Are you, are you not going to say anything about the fact that he's getting an allowance from his wife? Yes. Also, <laughs> also <laughs> the fact that he gets an allowance from his wife. <laughs> from from the secretary to the wife. Right. And it's also like, he's. it's very sad that he's very like, <laughs> he's just so sad. And so pathetic. And he's just like... Women are
1: mean and it's hard for me to get my wow, It's hard for me
0: to get the free money that my rich <laughs> wife owes me yeah. for some reason. That she earns that I get for free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so mistreated.
1: <laughs> so at this point, you've got a knife. You're there. You
0: can just kill the person could, you want to kill. For the third time, for you could time, just instead... kill. He handcuffs her to the bottom of the elevator because, again... With his expertise, master in elevator tamper, he's got to use this somewhere. It's mm-hmm. like this is never going to come into play in his life <laughs> any other time, and he's just like, uh, "This elevator, it's a classic. I know these controls really well. It's my favorite type of elevator. If I'm gonna do a killing, it it's is the Otis 730C. One. Oh, absolutely, a very strong elevator. It's, I mean, really." If you're going to do a killing like this, yep. the, the C is the, the model to go with.
1: So as stupid as this shit is, again, I want to give this movie credit because it's great. When, when the hell else do you see a killer chain his victim yeah. to the bottom of the elevator, go back to his super tamper box, <laughs> yep. stick some more screwdrivers and shit in there and makes the elevator go all the way up? And or if somebody gets into it, too, right? Right. Isn't there These some-
0: two fucking weirdos. Like, the, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't know what their deal was, but, like, the two of them, the guy had, like, an open shirt. So, like, his nipples were showing yeah. and, like... <laughs> he was not letting Disco die. No, but he also had, like, weird, like, plastic tape mm-hmm. wrapped yeah. around his arms and, like... But big spiked gauntlets and, yeah. like, he was... he was a really confusing amalgam of (laughs) things and like the girl that he was with had like some sort of dental thing going on Mm -hmm. with like she had like some sort of weird braces or something Uh, really strange everything about that was very bizarre yep but they were just along for the ride while this lady was getting killed Um, the other thing that was cool was they did a real like continuity move right before he chained her up where they were like Ah, uh, we'll have him like slice some stuff and like cut things and cut her belt off so the stunt man fits in the suit, <laughs> and like because there was an actual stunt man hanging from the mm-hmm. from the thing, but obviously she probably weighs like hundred and ten yeah. pounds soaking wet, and so they were like, uh, how do we fit him into this thing? And it was like, oh, cut the belt, and then it floofs out, and <laughs> so he's in this like big floofy suit. It's like oh okay, guy in a wig hanging from yep. the thing, but it doesn't look stupid and no, it looks great. Like you didn't and get the, shots of the elevator shaft, but
1: cool, man. Yeah, look, it looking was, up at that where she's going up. So I guess his goal is to what bring her all the way to the top and yeah, to drop give,
0: that again. Yeah, basically to torture her to be mm-hmm. like ah, you're going to yep. die eventually, but only once you get to the top. <laughs> Whatever.
1: So unfortunate. So she. So he does make her go to the top, but and, all
0: that time wasted gave the cops time to show up,
1: and so he's a. Uh, he drops her, you yep. know, but then the cops show up and they start firing
0: at him at his control panel. <laughs> and they shoot the screwdriver. Yep. The most important part of the whole yep. thing. <laughs> they, they
1: hit the, uh, the left quadrant coaxial there. That'll stop the elevator. Like, t- Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Yep. But if that had been a B. Oof, oh, oof. oh, boy. Good thing it was a C-series. Yeah, good um, thing.
1: So, so she ends up getting saved. Uh, the cops go after our killer there. Yep. Uh and he runs up to the roof. Yes. And uh that that pop brother as much as this movie does neat neat shit it, yeah. it, it keeps falling back into cliche world. We're like, "Okay, cool. We're going to get the bad guy fall off the building ending."
0: True. Which we do. Um yeah, it's true. But I mean, to be fair, he did also put on a weird ass fucking mask to do it. Yep. And like that was I mean cute. and then like of all the things, of all the cliches in this movie, I think the one that bummed me out the most was the uh, the Act 3, Scene 1 rec- recitation from Hamlet. Oh, the, the Shakespeare, Where It's yeah. like, why do you do that? Of all the things, like every single movie in history, mm-hmm. because it's like the one line that people know from yep. from Shakespeare, do something else. There, there's a shit ton of things in, in Shakespeare that mention dying. Mm-hmm. Recite something else. So the cops corner him on the edge of the building, and he's back to wearing
1: that laurel mask there. Yep. And uh, yeah, like like he said, he reads
0: a Shakespeare quote. Yeah, he does the "to be or not to be." The the end of that one, and
1: then he just like paces, whoop, <laughs> <and> jumps himself <laughs> over the building. Yep, and uh, that is the end
0: of uh, <laughs> yeah the evil. And that was the yeah, and it's also another one of those like really really bad dummies like yeah. I, these movies where they throw somebody off a building and, and it's I was like on, I the was body just kind of whoa! And yeah. I was honestly wondering if the movie was going to
1: throw another curve, like if he wasn't going to fall, if, if something else crazy happened on the roof, but nope, they just went the Daddy falling off the roof route so yeah. we go outside and he's dead in the street there, and that's when the weirdo kid we were talking about forever.
0: <laughs> the kid from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. He was in that? Yeah, he ran the ice cream truck. Oh! He was one of the ice cream truck guys from uh, Killer Clowns. Gotcha. Yeah, I think that's his only other real thing that he did or at least that I know of. But so Killer bad. Clown's so kid. Faces. Uh so
1: yeah, so he f- hit, the- hit that's his dad, you know. So yep. he ends up pulling that mask off and then we get the sequel building twist ending which which makes <laughs> no sense to me. Nope, be- because basically what happens he does a switcheroo where he puts on the mask, he kills the ambulance driver. Yep. They put the- his mother in the back of the ambulance. We see, like, the dead ambulance driver on the passenger seat. But during this whole scene, there's, there's a, a whole hundred crowd people of people staring of into that ambulance. Into the front of the ambulance while he's sitting there wearing, wearing that, mask, that
0: Crazy <laughs> fucking mask. Like, there is zero way that shit would have happened. No <laughs> way would he have gotten away with this. Yep. No way in hell. Uh,
1: yeah, no. <laughs> was, and I'm willing to believe stupid stuff, too. But this was just, that like... Was, that was ridiculous. If you lost the crowd... You yeah. could get away with it. But you filled the... Cra- and even looking at him sitting in the ambulance wearing the mask, you see the people's faces right out the window. Right. Like, there's no way they're not seeing this. Uh, when did paramedics start wearing Laurel masks? <laughs>
0: no, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And also, people, like... This... I think one of the crazier parts was he falls off the building, and instantly... It was like... It was like piranhas. Like, people just closed in on yep. his corpse. They were just, like, right on top of him. Like, there's splattered brains on the ground. And this crowd is like, ooh, I want to step in it.
1: It reminded me of um a Ray Bradbury theater episode. I don't know if you ever watched that TV show. Yeah, yeah I did. There was an episode where, where, like, a car crash happened. And all of a sudden, like, a whole crowd of people showed up. <laughs> and then, like, one person kept noticing this. Like, that they were the same people. Like, where does this crowd keep showing How do they know when something's going to happen? Like, oh, awesome. there was nobody in the world this car crash. And all of a sudden, there was, like, 30 people there. And so that, that scene actually reminded me of that, too. But that episode where they were trying to figure out. It was called yeah. the, uh, the Crowd, it was called, I think. Nice.
0: All I remember, I only remember the William Shatner episode.
1: Oh, we got the playground? Yes. I'm so the daddy, spooky. I'm the papa,
0: I'm the pa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the son, I'm the son, I'm the son. I love that episode. <laughs> it's so creepy. It's so <laughs> creepy. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. One thing before the end of this, I have to mention. I, there was another line that I forgot. Okay. Okay. I can hear your heart beating. I don't don't like like that. that. (laughs) Damn it, that's a good line. (laughs) That was a good line. And they put it right after the, you castrated me. That's That's not very nice. nice. I can hear your heart beating. I don't like that. It was like he had those two things left. Like the writer was just like, man, these two are fucking gold. Mm. I'm at the end of the script. I'm just putting them in. You know what? Just putting them in. I don't care. (laughs) They're too good to lose. (laughs) Uh, oh man Yeah
1: I love this movie Same here It was the first time Watched for me And it was great uh, Lots of great punkers Lots of great music The music, the soundtrack's fantastic The yeah. All the new wave punk music And it's just so fun Watching the crowds dance and Shadow's a great thing. band Like oh, yep. the,
0: the band Shadow Really awesome See
1: I didn't even know That these like, were real bands Until after I Yeah Looked it up like. I
0: think I think sadly Their their big mistake That they made in life As a band Is that they signed To Canon Records Mm so they're like literally on Golan Globus's record label I don't know if that's everything but this stuff like literally like when you look at the credits it's released on Canon Records oh yep it's like oh <laughs> that may not have been the best uh, <laughs> best thing to tie your, your fortune to yep. but uh, yeah they're awesome uh, they sound like like the sweet and yes kind of mm-hmm. jammed together yep I'm and, more uh, than fine with that and it's great uh, not a punk band nope definitely not a punk band um Nobody, there was one punk band in this, the band that, or sort of new wave punk band, but... uh, Was it the the half Japanese? Yeah, whoever they were. They actually sounded like a punk band, uh, but didn't really fit with the people who were in the audience for the most of this thing. But yeah, but great movie, great soundtrack. It's it's
1: It's, got a lot of neat quirks to it and it's Um,
0: high end like it looks like it looks like a legitimate film like yes it's not cheap looking like even though it's a canon film it looks like something that would have gone to theaters and would have been right Mm -hmm. next to any of the other movies of the time so yeah dug it I wish there was a sequel I that movie should have been made like Mm -hmm. I'm surprised I wonder if it flopped I never really checked to see what the, the box office for it was but it was so primed for a sequel and that was so early on and when when canon was like
1: on top of it yeah. yeah
0: 1980 my god that was like they were on their on their rise to the top yep. like between 80 and 84 crazy they were just throwing money at anything it's shocking that that sequel never got made
1: cool what movie is that oh it doesn't not a movie yet we just made a poster
0: so good yeah and if you haven't seen uh the
1: dangerously fast or electric boogaloo electric something?
0: boogaloo uh yeah the, uh, the the story of canon films yep. Absolutely see it. It is just, just one of the best best documentaries it, ever made. And
1: half off topic, if you haven't seen the movie Hide and Go Shriek, uh, that's a great one, too, with another yeah. uh, cool elevator death scene.
0: Oh, yes. Only this one's different.
1: She's on top of the elevator.
0: <laughs> we need to do Hide and Go Shriek. We really yes, do. That's, I love to. I that's love that's it. That's definitely got to be on the list. Sweet. Um, there's something else I want to do next time. But, uh, but, yeah, definitely into it. So, yeah, so that's it. Thank you guys so much.
1: All right. I'm Matt Awkward. You can follow me at uh, Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend on Instagram.
0: And I'm Tristan. And you can uh, follow the podcast at Funbox Monster Podcast. Please. And And uh, you can also shop at my store, Coast City Comics. Uh, we have all sorts of crazy horror stuff up online. We do a bunch of VHS online. There's all sorts of crazy shit that you can find on hey, our Hey, I like
1: going to that store.
0: You should enjoy going to that store. There's also a pinball there. There is. It's a fun place. And we have lots of cool stuff online. So hit us up, CoastCityComics.com. And uh, we'll see you later. Awesome. It's been emotional. Peace.